Good morning, traders. Welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about it. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below. Our top story of the day is the IRS just unveiled new tax brackets. And here are three things that you're going to need to know about it and how it impacts you and your family. And our second story of the day is Moody's just slashed the U.S. credit rating. And of course, they're blaming it on politics because everything is about politics these days. Tune in for that and more on today's Outlier Live. The IRS just released new tax brackets. And here are three things that you're going to need to know about how this impacts you and your family. Now, if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about it. So if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with AI today. Head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. So let's take a look at it. The IRS sets new tax brackets and standard deductions for 2024, and it adjusts the tax brackets by 5.4% amid still high inflation. So let's take a look at what the first thing you're going to need to know is. The higher limits for federal income tax brackets and standard deductions are intended to avoid a phenomenon known as bracket creep. So bracket creep here. This happens when taxpayers are pushed into higher income brackets, uh, even though their purchasing power is essentially unchanged because of inflation. Inflation has been hitting so hard, so fast, everyone out there. And the IRS is like, listen, we get it. We get it you're probably going to be earning a little bit more. So we're going to bump up the tax brackets a little bit. Hopefully you're earning a little bit more. But in reality, that's not what we're seeing out there, right? The IRS can hope that you're getting more in your paychecks, but not that's not what we've been seeing. Starbucks is so has been so excited about their 3% raises that they made a whole press release, you know, a giant article about it. And we're talking a 3% raise right? We're talking $3 on every hundred you earn. And that is what they called leading in the industry, right? They are above and beyond what everybody else is doing out there. And they're giving 3% raises. So even if you got a 3% raise to Starbucks, you're not going to be moving into a new tax bracket, but they did expand these tax brackets in a way to uh, not financially penalize somebody who just moves from one into the other, especially if they are making some more these days, which I will give it to them is one thing that actually coming out of Bidenomics is better. I will say this is a little bit better. The second thing you're going to need to know is the higher thresholds where tax rates take. Let me try that again. The higher thresholds where tax rates take effect could mean savings for millions of workers across all income brackets. Now that actually I was excited to read, right? So the second thing is that they're gonna be having savings for millions of workers across all income brackets. Well, how? How are they gonna have savings, right? It's because they're moving up the tax brackets, okay? So for example, um, they're moving it up by about 5.4%. So for a single individual, you're still taxed at 10%, up to $11,600, which in my opinion is robbery, right? These people who are making $11,000, they don't even be taxed anything. They can barely get by. Um, and then of course the highest one at $609,000 is at 37%. So the third thing that you're gonna to need to know about these new tax brackets, let's go right here, is how they are changing, right? How are they changing? So be sure to take a screenshot of this, right? So the impact of married filers in 2024 and the impact of single filers in the top and bottom here, right? So let's take a look. In 2023, this was 22,000 for married buyers or married uh, filers, and now it's 23,200. 
So they're expanding it a little bit from 22,089. Now it's 23 to 94. So the, the point, it goes along the way here. And that's, that's the third thing that you're going to need to know is how that these have changed um, from last year. Now, this actually is beneficial. This actually is beneficial because if you're making more and you would have been pushed into a higher tax bracket. So for example, let's say last year you were making um, $93,000 or $89,000. Sure. Now this year you're actually paying less. You're actually going to pay less. You're going to be in this higher, uh, this lower income bracket here or this lower tax bracket. That's what I'm trying to say. So if you made 89,000 last year, now you're going to be paying about 10% less in taxes or 10 percentage points less in taxes. So that's pretty sweet. I got to say, this is the one thing that's come out of Bidenomics that I'm excited about, which I'm happy about, is to see people are going to be paying less in taxes. And the standard deduction is going to go up a little bit more because it's going to count a little bit more of your income. So I'm pretty happy about that. But that doesn't mean I like Bidenomics, but I'm pretty happy that they are showing these uh, changes to the tax rate, which hopefully will be saving a lot of people a lot of money out there. So let's go take a look what the AI trading data says about Intuit. Intuit is the TurboTax processor, right? I use TurboTax myself, and I know all about how much it costs to use TurboTax, but let's say you're looking to invest in TurboTax after these changes here, right? We actually got a buy signal all the way back on October 13th, so about a month ago, and following these signal returns historically, you would have seen a 24.26% return. So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on these AI trading signals, go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now let's go take a look at what the internet is saying about this, right? Uh, this person says, interesting way to order things in the first table. Maybe they want it to be complicated, just like the tax code, right? Uh, what he's talking about here is this one, which I didn't show, which is how the zero is at the very bottom. And uh, then it starts at 11,000 up here, right? That was a, a very interesting way to order it, right? Uh, let's see. They they put that at the bottom. Uh, I'll never know why. How do I, how should I short this? How should I sort this table? I, I just trust your judgment here. Let's go see what other people are saying about this uh, in the comments here. The IRS, without congressional approval, can increase what one pays in taxes by changing the brackets without a vote of Congress. And this person says, by raising the bracket amounts, they're actually lowering taxes? But yeah, they can do that independently. So let me know in the comments down below, are you happy about this or are you frustrated by this, right? I can't remember a time where I've actually ever been happy with anything that Bidenomics has done. So let me know in the comments down below what you think. The United States of America just had its credit rating slashed by Moody's, and of course, they're blaming it on politics. Both sides of the spectrum, they're saying, this is your fault, this is your fault, this is everybody else's fault besides our own. And of course, the United States is uh, the only one who loses in this situation, right? All of these politicians, all they are doing is trying to... Uh, bolster their own pocketbooks, but we, as the American citizens, we're the ones who suffer. And because of that, Moody's just downgraded the United States of America. So hey, if you're just tuning in, my name is Chris Friel. We cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about it. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below. And start trading with AI today, head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. So the investor services company cited political polarization in Congress as their factor for why they have downgraded the United States of America. The US credit rating was lowered from stable to negative this week by Moody's Investor Services as another 
government shutdown looms. How many times have we seen these government shutdowns? Give me a break. It is just political theater these days for these government shutdowns. Do they actually shut down anything? No, of course not. I mean, what do they do? Shut down like the uh, the national parks and, and uh, maybe the post office or something? I don't know what they actually shut down. But every time there is one of these government shutdowns on the horizon, they seem to somehow magically kick the can further down the road and avoid a government shutdown. Oh, my gosh. But in the process, they continue to screw over the American public because the United States is going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into debt. The continued political polarization within the U.S. Congress raises the risk that successive governments will not be able to reach consensus on a fiscal plan to slow the decline in debt affordability. That's what I'm talking about here, right? If the United States cannot figure this out and get both aisles, both ends of the spectrum to talk to each other, it's just going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And that's why the credit rating is downgraded, right? It added, in context of higher rates, which everybody's dealing with, including the United States government, without fiscal policy measures to reduce government spending or increase revenues, Moody's expects that the U.S. fiscal, fiscal deficits will remain very large, significantly weakening debt affordability. I know one way to do it. Stop the government overspending on everything, right? Every time we turn around, the government is another billion dollars in debt. And they're sending tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars to other countries. And yet we at home have our own problems to deal with. We need to focus on America first. All right. Call me whatever political spectrum you want to. But in my opinion, we need to focus on America first. And by focusing on America first, we can help the American citizens, help the country pull down this debt because not only are we paying more because of higher interest rates, the government's paying more on higher interest rates. And Moody's is seeing the writing on the wall. If we can't fix the way that the government's working, then the government is going to cause us to default on our United States sovereign debt. And the whole world will be up in arms about that. While the statement by Moody's maintains the United States' AAA rating, we disagree with the shift in negative outlook. Uh, the American economy remains strong and treasury, sec treasury securities are the world's preeminent safe and liquid asset. The White House spokesman Karine Jean-Pierre called it yet another consequence of congressional Republican extremism and dysfunction. I do not agree with anything that Karine Jean-Pierre says, but I will say I agree with this. I do not like how politics is just honest to goodness broken these days, right? It's, it seems like nothing is ever getting done because we're consistently fighting. We're consistently battling. We're consistently struggling with making America awesome. I don't want to, I don't want to throw any catchphrases out there because YouTube's going to flag it as like extreme right-wing content if I do that, but we need to make America awesome. And we're not doing that right now. We're not. Put in the comments down below how you think we can make America awesome. Because I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But I do know that I want to go check out the AI trading data for the S&P 500, right? The S&P 500 got a buy signal all the way back on October 17th. Hey, and if you had been following these buy signals, you would have seen a signal return of 100.55%. So if you're interested in getting these signals and everything that Outlier gives, be sure to head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Start trading with AI today. Now let's go see what 
the internet is saying about this too, right? Moody's cuts USA outlook to negative, citing higher interest rates and deficits. Nice of them to release that after the market's closed. Yeah, for sure. They want to make sure that they don't uh, tank the market during the middle of the day because we say that all the time. Uh, this person is planning to downgrade a nice craft beer into <laughs> to empty from full. And this person says, I don't think the market cares anymore. This person says it's a nothing burger. And this person says this is huge. Now, I don't know. Personally, I would really like to know what do you think down in the comments below? Do you think that this is a big deal? Do you think that this downgrade is actually going to make a difference out there? Personally, I'm up in the air. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, it could go either way. Either nobody cares and the United States is just resilient as could be, or we've got some major problems that we need to get fixed. And if we don't, this is going to continue to make things worse. And eventually, the United States is not going to be as sovereign as it runs as it once was. So I don't know what the answer is going to be. And I don't know how the YouTube algorithm works either. But it keeps telling me that one of these two videos is the perfect video in your YouTube feed today. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's Outlier Live. And I'll see you in the next episode.